kia rere te reo, kia tika te reo, kia Māori te reo. May the Māori language flow, may we speak the Māori language, but it must be correct and it must be Māori. Tēnā tātou katoa e huri mai o koutou taringa ki tēnei hōtaka a te ahikā. Ko tēnei te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. This is Te Ahikā on Radio New Zealand. I'm Justine Murray. Damon Jakeman always knew retail was the career for him and it's taken him around the country from a full square in Murupara to a very flash and bilingual labelled New World supermarket in Tokoroa. Mariah visited the supermarket in September. You know what, Damon? I travel around the country a lot and I even shop at New World because it's our local grocery down in Wellington and I have never seen these signs at any other New World. Oh, that's yeah, it's amazing. I think we, we're about the... Uh, uh, there's two other New Worlds that have uh, some Māori signage uh, up, up on our hoardings. But uh, as far as product uh, signage, it's just something that I initiated last year. Kia ora, Damon Jakeman, coming up later in the show. It's a sure sign that when you start seeing shop windows dressed with Christmas decorations, the end of year is fast approaching. And with that comes the end of year awards shows. Before the month is up in Auckland, the Māori Sports Awards. In tonight's archival segment, we hark back to 1994, when the then Māori Sports Awards show was held at Ellerslie Racecourse, Auckland. Sport establishes patterns for life. Sport is about friendship. But this is, after all, the Māori Sports Awards. By adapting the words of Shakespeare's Henry V, when he said... Though it appear a little out of fashion, there is much care and valour in this Māori. The late Sir Paul Reeves coming up later in the show. We'll also feature Waiata from 660 and Rio Hall, winners from the recent New Zealand Music Awards. That's what's coming up in tonight's edition of Tiahika. <laughs> Te Aika, Radio New Zealand National. In September this year, the Tabard Theatre in Napier hosted the Miss Aotearoa competition. The place was buzzing with excited Māori girls and their whānau. The theatre buildings were purchased by the Napier Operatic Society in the 1950s. From the outside, it blends in with the neighbouring industrial buildings near the Napier port. It was here that I met Māori actor William Waitua, who has both organised productions, made props and general duties of running the theatre. While covering Miss Aotearoa, William took me on a tour of the facility, including heading backstage where the presence of spirits, ghosts, is a reality for him. This is the courtyard at, uh, this is at the back of the theatre and quite a few for example, like quite a few people have hired this venue for their weddings and that sort of thing, and this all gets decorated up, and it looks amazing because yes. they put lights in all the trees and and these double doors here actually are the back of the stage, and you can actually slide that whole thing across so you can actually open the whole lot out. So it's a big space. It is a big space. Yeah. 
In Tabard. Where'd that name come from? Tabard. Tabard. It's part of a um, playwright called Chaucer, English playwright. He wrote a series of plays called The Canterbury Tales. Canterbury Tales. Canterbury Tales, yeah, which were about um, a group of travellers that were going to, I forget what they were looking for, but yeah. the Tabard was their destination, basically. Oh, so it's an, it's an area? Yeah. Oh, so okay. now we're going into the dressing room areas. So there's one lot upstairs with showers, toilets all that sort of thing. And then down here, there are just two dressing rooms down here. Nice. So, yep. And then we go through here. Yes. And we are going backstage. Backstage. Backstage, so this is at the back of the... Whoa. Now, William, you did say that word kehua to me the other time, um, just before. Mm-hmm. Any truth to that kōrero? There is now. So that's the stage there, and that's where we are. And now we're going on to the workshop side. Whoa. How old's this building, William? This is the oldest part. Um, Up there are all old storage rooms, like props, fabrics, da-da-da-da. Down here is, um, in this room, is where they do all the sewing and costume construction and all that sort of thing in there. Wig rooms, all that sort of thing. Um, and then we go into the workshops themselves. So anything to be built or made is all done out here. Um, there's old prop storage down there. At the rear of the auditorium is where I'm standing with William Waitua. And yes, there are old cinema posters on the walls, remnants of materials, sewing equipment, old props and staging equipment. And the workshop itself here, and then there's another set of doors that open out. The Society's plan is that all of this side will be demolished eventually and rebuilt because the higher wardrobe and all the costume side is way too small now, so it will move into here and the new workshops will go into that empty space which is next door okay so yeah and they own the whole lot they, who's they they uh, napier operatic itself they freeholded it uh two years ago i think so this is all all theirs and that's pretty much without getting in depth it in terms of the kehoa yes. this is the oldest the worst side yeah okay this stuff will happen but they are cruisiers. They're not here to hurt anyone. I think they, we think they just, they're very playful. Okay. And, well, they're um, in a theatre. Yeah, yeah. and theatres are known for it because there's a lot of emotion here and a lot of people have been through them. Yeah. Now, as a Māori, yeah. how I deal with it, because I've often worked on this side on my own a lot, but I come in and tell them who I am, mm. say hello, and I just get on with it. Okay, so shall I do that? Maybe? Yep. I'm a really... <laughs> okay, I'm suddenly getting a little bit emotional <laughs> now. Um, uh, aroha nui, kia koutou. Kia ora. So that's what you do, William? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. every time I come... You can kind of feel yeah. it too. I mean... Um, they're, they're not, honestly, they're not... Um, 
bad. They're just old memories of this place. And then a lot of it too is these buildings are so big and old that they have their own sound. Okay. So, so a lot can... of it is that. Okay. You can actually just freak yourself out with, you know, are those footsteps or da 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 And, um, but yeah, but as usual, the ones you really got to be scared of are those ones that are still living and breathing. Right. They're the spooky ones. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, how long have you been working here? Um, Involved with the theatre for about nearly 20-something years Whoa. now. We don't stay backstage for a long time, which I'm glad. So William takes me on a tour of the theatre. Three levels in total. Um, I was about 16, 17 when I did my first show here. Did you feel it back then? No, because you're young. You're and young. You're sort of, you know, even though even though you get brought up that way, yeah. but when you're, you're young, you're like, oh god, shut up. What doesn't worry me about that stuff is um, these are really parkier places. Yeah. So that it doesn't worry me. Okay. Whereas if this was a marae, or that would. So it doesn't affect you no, when you go it, home it at the end of the nah, day? Nah, Parking, you don't think like that. You know, there's all the talk of the people have had things happen or they've experienced things yeah. and all that. But to them, that is all it is. Right. To us, it's the spiritual thing. Yes, You know, yes. so we internalise it in a different yep. way. But yep. you're, I never get on about it or that. But it amazes me the number of um, Pākehā people that have had experiences in here and you know that they're not into it, but they just do not know what's happened. They yeah. try and rationalise it, whereas I go, well, it's obviously <laughs> so-and-so that we see all so year. You, so your Pākehā colleagues, uh, I mean, how do they feel about it? Oh, it's just, it's just... part of its folklore. Because you expect places like this to have spirits in it. And in talking about ghosts or theatre spirits, I'm aware that it doesn't seem to phase William at all. And it's obvious to me that he loves his workplace. He explains the theatre side of things. The Napier Predic itself, we do at the moment, um, they are in rehearsal for their 125th anniversary show. And that will be in the auditorium. So we will seat... Uh, 150 people a night and feed them. 125 years? Yeah, 125 years they've been going. They only stopped for a little bit, I think, over... I think it was the second... Either the First World War or the Second World War. It, it sort of had a bit of a break. And then once those were over, that... Because all the men went. True, you know, yeah. And a lot of them didn't come back. Right. So they sort of have to regroup. But And upstairs is a bar... Um, it's quite... Oh, we'll go up there. OK. Um, there's all old costumes and things behind these curtains. Um, there's, some, there's some amazing stuff in here. How do you preserve the costumes? Um, basically, you don't. Once they're oh. had it, you just buff them out. To, to preserve them um, is really expensive because you've got to have climate control and all that oh, sort yeah, of thing. Oh, right, you know? yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So this is the Camelot Lounge. Wow, another level. Yeah, yeah. 
and then that door there opens out into where the lighting box and all that, all the technical stuff is controlled from. Right. There, but mm -hmm. this is the Camelot Lounge, so, um, um, like I said, you can, if you're in here on your own, freak <laughs> yourself out. <laughs> these are all the other shows. Oh, wow, so there's they've done, all so, these pictures on yeah. the walls. These are all productions, so, what were people like, like the Full Monty, Jesus, Joseph and the Amazing Technology, Dreamcoat, Beauty and the Beast. Well, are you in any of these photos? Yeah. Oh. I'm in <laughs> that one there, that's me. Wow. I directed that production, the Thripney Opera. This one here, my friend Sonia downstairs, she did this one, and I did all the choreography for it. Little Shop of Horrors, yeah. 2004. Um, Annie. Annie. Funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Um, yeah. Wow. So there's some big... It's been going a long time. Yeah. You know, so... So, William, you're an actor, actor, director. Yeah, I've done... Really, I started off as a singer. A singer? Yeah. So that's in there is the higher wardrobe sets, all the higher costumes in there. This is Sonia's area. Sonia is the secretary of the society, so she does all the... Um, anything legal, like contracting, all that sort of thing she takes care of, correspondence, um, copywriting, copywriting. Copyright. like if you're doing shows you've got to get people's permission to, you can't just blat on and do them, otherwise you'll get sued and closed down probably. William Waitua, um, part of the Tabard Theatre, giving me a little bit of a tour, and, um, well, let me ask you this, um, William, what do you think the state of Māori theatre is, generally? Um, you know Hone Koka? Yes. Because we're first cousins. Hone has had great success in Christchurch. I think, Ma I think Indigenous theatre, like culturally, it thrives where there's an audience for it. So your big centres like Auckland, obviously, they're, they're a big Polynesian Māori people are into it. When we're together, which is not very often, we'll talk about stuff, but he's a professional and has been for years, whereas my thing's always been like musical theatre or right. cabaret, you know, it's 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 not their thing. Yes. And um So you don't take on many shall we say Māori Yeah, there's plays. not much stuff there's not many Māori roles unless something has been specifically written for Māori. Right. You know, there is one, like um, the Pukutakawa tree, which has got quite good Māori roles in it, but you've got to speak really quite Māori. Mm. That real sort of, hey, more, 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 more. that real naughty coasty sort of <laughs> like And I find that really hard. Yeah. Because for years I've been told, you know, your diction is important and how you speak is important. Da, da, da. So then to suddenly have to speak sort of, Oh. Yeah, 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 like Billy T. James. I just can't do it. You Sorry. Can't do it. Nah. Does it. Does it put you off? What, that I can't do no, it? No, 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 that you, the, the accent and how Oh, many... yeah. But then I thought, because it's just a stereotypical thing, that's how you've got to behave, whereas I've had it sort of drummed out of me over for years, like, you know, you don't speak like that or, mm. you know. But then you go back home and <clears throat> some of the fun. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So once you're around with them... Or in that environment, your speech starts to change and becomes like theirs. Yeah, it's quite interesting, but I think that's about fitting in. Kei Tuatsuki Theatre, William Whitehall, thank you. Kia ora. 
Kia ora. And for more information about Tabard Theatre in Napier, you can head to our webpage, radionz.co.nz forward slash teahika. That's T-E-A-H-I-K-A-A. The New World Supermarket has been part of the Tokoroa landscape for 40 years. Under the current management of owner Damon Jakeman is reflecting the significance of Te Reo Māori. As Marae Rakaraku discovers, it's been done in such a subtle and understated way, unless you look up, you could, well, miss it. If you want to know about anything going on in the community, go to a petrol station. Locals always work there and they're always willing to talk. I'm at the petrol station that's opposite the New World Tokoroa. Just had a conversation with one of the attendants, asking what the population was, what the job situation was here, and she said that many people work outside of Tokoroa, but their families still live here. So often it's the men and the families who travel out Kawaro, she said some are heading up to Auckland, even basing themselves in Australia while their families remain here. Kids still go to school here. Their partners still stay here. Now, looking at the new world in Tokoroa, that is one big brand spanking flash building. And there's also a countdown that's just been recently uh, refurbished and placed here as well. I'm going to make my way into the New World and meet Damon Jakeman, the manager. Saw New World Tokoroa as one of the finalists in the Māori Language Awards, and that was because they had labelled aisles, Ithereo Māori, their products, Ithereo Māori. New World Tokoroa. Gosh, it's very busy. Been in the car park for about 20 minutes. And the constant stream of people in and out of that supermarket has been uh, pretty much uninterrupted since I first parked up. Okay. Wow, the first thing that greets you as you walk through the electric doors is on the left-hand side on the entry there is a huge um, wall and there's the New World brand and underneath it it says thank you Tēnā koutou for shopping at New World Tokoroa in the produce department there's a huge sign that says fresh produce now I guess if you saw that, you could think that fresh produce translates as hua whenua. So that could be slightly misleading. Hua whenua uh, translates into vegetables. But produce doesn't just apply to what's in this department, there's also fruit. So I'm just looking to see if there's a huarako sign anywhere in this kore. Now up along the wall, on the other side of where I'm standing, is a huge picture of tender cuts fresh meat, and underneath it they have meat mata. 
fresh meat. Now all the Fidel Māori signage I've seen so far have macarons as they should. Okay, I'll just skip this oil and come over here. Gosh, this is a very, very flash supermarket. Okay, so the Te Reo Māori seems to be limited to the huge signage that's uh, highlighting where group foods are. So now there is the Kaimwana sign for where you can make your selection of seafood. And there is another sign for the delicatessen and that is called Kai Kinaki and then further alongside next to that is the bakery and the signage on there says so, kia ora. Wahi Tunu Brown it's all the big signs that have the Te Reo Māori signage and then opposite it, down the other end of the shop, is where beer and wine is located and alcohol. Usually that would be like Waipiro, but uh, it says beer, wine, and it's the transliteration beer, beer, wine, wine. Hey, kia ora, kia ora, can I ask you for something? Yeah, sure. Have you ever noticed? The signage up there in Te Reo Māori? Yeah. You yeah. have? The only store in New Zealand. Hey! Um, yeah. Did you fellas know what those, what they were before yeah. and it was actually up there? Yeah. yeah. So, Kaimwana. Kaimwana? Over there. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this one. Yeah? What are your feelings about it? It's good. I think, yeah, my, or, or, um, if the other New World said it, it would be good. Yeah, I think it's really good. No big deal. Same old. <laughs> cool. Yeah, the kids have been brought up at school learning it, and yeah, it's a thing of the times, you know. It's good. I think more stores should do it. Do you think we could get to a stage where you could just walk into any store, not necessarily where you can buy kai, and it would have it all in Te Reo Māori and in yeah, English? Yeah, definitely. Be good. Oh. Then a lot more people would learn it more, more fluently, and yeah. So, what do you reckon the aisles should be in? Yeah, why not? I would. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll hit up the manager. Now, true. I'm gonna hit him up in a yeah. minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also, awesome. he's onto it, guy. Oh, choice. That's yeah. Damon, right? Yeah. All right. What's your name? Karen. Karen. Yeah. Thank you very much. No worries. <laughs> See ya. Okay, ladies. I'm just gonna ask you something. So, have you noticed the Te Reo Māori signage? Yeah. Yeah? What are your feelings on that? Fine. I, I speak Māori at home with my kids, so... Yeah. It's good to get it out there, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's no big deal? Oh. It's nice to see. <laughs> yeah. It'd be nice to see it on everything. Now, I have just come down aisle three. And I've been stopped in my tracks by... A sign poking out of one of the um, shelving and it says porridge. 
and it's got underneath it Māori Language Week, 23rd July, 29th July, Arohasia Te Reo, the New World. So that's one sign. I'm going to go see if I can... Oh! Now I'm starting to see them everywhere. Right, so just opposite that, that shelving is where the jam is. Tiamu. The Kupu Māori mo a jam. Tiamu. And then just above that is, okay, well it's a jar of tihi, and tihi is cheese. So these are like special little, the actual clips that, that have been clipped into the plastic on the shelving for the signage to stick out. I've got to say, this is the first supermarket I've ever been in Aotearoa. I go shopping in New World uh, regularly because it's the closest supermarket to where I live. And the New World there didn't do this. But this is, uh, this is quite neat. So there's a, three signs I've seen. Now I have seen Coca-Cola bottle. Coca-Cola bottles with people's names on them. Kia ora, are Kia you ora. Damon? Damon? Kia ora, Damon. Kia ora. Hey, How I've just you? got distracted. Yeah, that's right. Seeing. Yeah, all the names. Yeah, yeah, they're, um, yes. it's, a, it's a new Coke promotion. What strikes me at this moment is irony. As a multinational recognises a marketing opportunity by labelling their product with personal names, and a supermarket owner takes it upon himself to promote Te Reo Māori by labelling shelving with Te Reo Māori signs. Yeah, I think it's just it's more an awareness, and it's something you don't want to throw in people's faces, I don't think, but it's something that we enjoy as a team. We have a lot of Māori that work here, but a diverse cult, a community, Tokoroa is a diverse community, we have a lot of islanders, uh, Samoans, Tongans, Māori um, and so really this is just one way of just embracing uh, the Māori culture and and having a bit of fun with it as a team. You know what Damon, I travel around the country a lot and I even shop at New World because it's our local grocery down in Wellington and I have never seen these signs at any other New World. Oh that's yeah, it's amazing, I think we, we're about the, uh, uh, there's two other New Worlds that have uh, some Māori signage uh, up up on our hoardings, but uh, as far as product uh, signage, it's just some, something that I initiated last year. Yeah, we created those cards ourselves, um, and we get great feedback from the customers, um, and a lot of the customers just love it. Oh, you created these yourselves? Yes, yes, I did. So, how supportive is the New World family yep. to oh, this? Very supportive. One of the things about um, foodstuffs and having New World uh, pack and saves and four squares is that we uh, are locally owned and operated so we cater our own stores to fit our own communities um, and that could be by way of sponsorship, it could be by way of uh, fun in-store uh, initiatives or activities um, and this is just something that I've done for our local community um, and the response has been tremendous So are you from here, from Tukuroa? I'm not originally from Tukuroa, but I've lived there for two and a half years now um, since I owned the store. Um, but I'm originally from uh, Waiuku, um, you know, of, uh, still of Tainui descent, but uh, you know, it's just something that uh, I've embraced at my time here in Tukuroa. We've done several other things as well. We have um, 
a couple of staff members who can speak Māori and we had them in one of the checkout lanes during Māori Language Week and they were just conversing in Māori. It was just Maybe. a Māori lane yeah. for those customers that wanted to yeah, use yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, because there'd be um, customers here that caught it all, yeah. all Māori all the yeah. time. That's so, good. It, it, it probably didn't go as well as I would have liked, but again, it was just a bit of fun and um, those people that did use it, they had a lot of laughs. And Damon, the... Um when I walked into the store and I saw the... So, what do you call those? Hoardings? Oh, well, it's just our decor panels, we call they're them. They're huge. Yeah, they're, they're good. And there's just an, obviously an identification for customers when they're looking for certain departments in the store. They can take a quick glimpse up in the on the walls and see that you've got your meat department, your seafood department, um, et cetera, et cetera. I had a corridor with a couple of the customers and yes. they reckon it's, you know, it's great. And it's... Yeah. It's no big deal to them to see it up there. No, and, and again, it, it's something that I don't want to push into people's faces because we have a multicultural community here. But myself being Māori uh, and being a, a national language, I think it's important we embrace it. This is one of the flashiest in the world I've ever done. <laughs> well, we, we're very proud of it. We're very proud of the store. We're uh, 18 months old now. Um, new World's been in the Tokoroa community for over 40 years. Um, so uh, this new store concept is long overdue for this community. Um, several other communities have had new worlds like this, so um, and it's been very well received. And observing Damon Jackman, he is very, very involved in the store. He's on the floor, he's uh, walking through the aisles, he's dealing with visitors, he's packing the groceries, very affable, very amiable, seems to be very popular. Hey, um, so how did how did you get into supermarkets anyway? Um, I used to work at Waikiki New World as a uh, just a little shelf filler and trolley boy yeah, when I was at high school. I used to clean the floors before high school, um, and then just worked my way up through the ranks and uh, had a little bit of time in Europe, and then came back and got back into the industry. So you just knew that this would be an industry that you wanted to be in? Yeah, it's just something that uh, fits well with me and something I've kind of stumbled across. Um, and I guess something that I'm pretty good at, I guess, something I, I enjoy. Right, Damon, I've watched you and you have packed groceries in yes. the space of, I've been in the store for about an hour, I've seen you pack groceries, I've seen you go behind the desk and answer phone calls, yes. then I've seen you, I don't want to use the word patrol, but yeah. walk up and down the aisles, I guess you do to check to see that yeah. products haven't fallen over. But yeah, that's correct. And I just want to make sure that every customer that comes in here gets a an enjoyable experience and you know that means that sometimes you've just got to have your eyes and ears everywhere and, and lead. I see you talking to customers That's right. and also talking to your staff. Yes. Yep. So how exhausting. Uh, yeah. You have to be nice all day. Uh, well yeah I guess you do but um, oh, it's something I enjoy. It's something I, I love doing. Now feedback from customers. I've been told by a number of them that yep. you're the man. <laughs> And even your staff have said that how awesome you are. Oh, yeah, well, thank you. Um, well, it's pleasing to hear those kinds of things, but, uh, you know, I, as I said, it's just something I enjoy doing um, and always have done. So you're in Tukaroa for the time being? Yeah, absolutely. I'll be here for some time yet. Uh, got to pay for this place now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a bit like those old shopkeepers. When I was growing up, everybody knows who the shopkeeper is. Yeah, um, that, the Tukaroa community is like that. Everybody does know everybody. It's, it's small enough to know to do that. Um, but uh, funnily enough, I used to own a Foursquare before I got into a New World. So I owned a, the Murupara Foursquare, actually, for about four years. And so that was very much the same thing, a little corner dairy, and everybody knew everybody. So, um, yeah, very much that here. So everybody knows you here? Yeah, they do. <laughs>
Kia ora, owner-operator of the Tokoroa New World, Damon Jakeman Nortainui, with Mariah Rakuraku. Last year, the supermarket won the Private Sector Award at the Māori Language Awards. This coming Saturday night, the event will be held in Tauranga. Good luck to all the finalists. Now, Mariah did take some photos of Damon, the hoardings and the signage. You can head to our webpage, radionz.co.nz forward slash te ahika. Click through and you'll see them. This year's Māori Sports Awards kicks off on the 24th of November and it's going to be a biggie. Featured in the lineup are top Māori athletes, including 22 Olympians, three Paralympians, ten world champions and four world champion teams. Olympic canoeist Lisa Carrington, bronze medal winner Storm Uru and Paralympic swimmer Cameron Leslie are finalists in the Albie Pryor Memorial Māori Sportsperson of the Year Award. The Māori Sports Awards began 21 years ago in 1991 to promote and celebrate Māori who have excelled in their chosen sport. In tonight's edition of He Taonga Kōrero, we head back to 1994, the awards still in its infancy, with highlights presented by He Reringa Kōrero host Hinare Te Ua. Dress-up glittering occasion brought together over 800 people at the Ellerslie Raceway to honour Māori sportsmen and sportswomen in 10 different categories, ranging from Sports Administrator of the Year to Sports Personality of the Year. The Master of Ceremonies was Timuera Morrison. Thank you. People often praise the great skills. They praise the great skills of our Māori athletes. Their flair, their agility, not to mention their strength. Now, these skills aren't new to us, as we all know, and in fact, they were once an integral part of our everyday lives. E tiwi, whakarongo mai ki tēnei reo, no te maunga o Taranaki, he matua i roto i te whakapono, he rangatira, Sir Paul Reeves. E ngā rangatira, e ngā horangatira kutai mai ki tēnei hākari, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, tēnā tāta katoa, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not one of those greats of yesteryear that Temuera referred to. I'm certainly not uh, Kathy Freeman. I tried to think of something dignified but funny to say about Kirite Kanawa, who is uh, portrayed at this Easter show in onions and cabbages, but I couldn't think uh, of anything to say. But I did remember that the schoolboy who picked up the round soccer ball and who ran with it and began the game, which we call rugby, was named William Webb Ellis. What you may not know is that afterwards he asked his teacher what he should do with a soccer ball and the teacher told him and that's how the rugby ball got its pleasant shape. Uh... 
Maybe I'm setting the tone for the evening, I hope not. Sport establishes patterns for life. Sport is about friendship. But this is, after all, the Maori Sports Awards. What is a Maori, you ask? And my reply is that anyone is a Maori who is prepared to make a sacrifice to be a Maori. It may mean learning the language. It may mean standing up and being counted. It may mean just getting to know the whanau. But may I end by adapting the words of Shakespeare's Henry V when he said, though it appear a little out of fashion, there is much care and valour in this Maori. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what I salute here tonight in these 1994 Māori Sports Awards. Thank you very much. We debated over whether we should do something spiritual and we thought we'll do something ritual. This is Ngāpōwehu, leader of the Wakahuya. Kathy Freeman, tribute. We'll pay you tribute to the number we did, Hawera Taranaki. Of course, our speaker was Sir Paul Reeves.
The first award to be made was for the Māori Sports Administrator of the Year, and the presenter, the captain of the Auckland Warriors, Dean Bell. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Kia ora. It is my great pleasure to be here tonight to present this award. The role that administrators play is vital to sports people like myself. They are so often the forgotten people in sport, but we should never forget the role that they play. There are many worthy contenders in sport in New Zealand, and the finalists are Cheryl Takane, Matty Blackburn and Peter Goldsmith. And the winner of the Hillary Commission Maori Sports Administrator of the Year is Cheryl Takane. The sports administrator has been taken by Cheryl Takane, and at the moment she's been taken onto the stage. Dean Bell is still waiting there to, to present Cheryl with her trophy. Firstly, I wish to thank um, the iwi, to all those people that have supported the Māori programme and the co-pup of our program, smoke-free, alcohol-free and drug-free. Thank you for your support and being the driving force behind the program. This is for you too. To my family and friends that have supported me and the program, this is for you. To all those supporting organisations, Māori Trust and corporations that have supported Te Papatākaro Te Arawa for the past two years, this is also for you. Nō reira, kia ora nō Well, that's certainly a lovely speech of acceptance by Cheryl Takani. And this is Tawakahuya, supporting what Cheryl has just said. title, Māori Junior Sportswoman of the Year, was won by Monique Hippolyte of Ngāti Kuata and Ngāti Kuia for her role in roller skating. Nā iwi i hauifa, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou katoa. Uh, I'm really proud to be standing here this evening to receive this award. I'd like to thank my parents and my skating coach Sandra for all their time and support and I'm really pleased that roller skating is finally getting the recognition that it deserves. Thank you. Hippolyte now takes her trophy back to her table. is the former New Zealand captain, a great motivator, a great person to have for our young people, role model, Waimarama Tomoni. Here I am at Tirama in Huihui Mainai to cope up all Tirnaipo, 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 Kanunga Mihikiako, Tirnaipo, 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 Tirnaipo
the Ubix Business Machines Māori Junior Sportsmen of the Year nominees are. Tama Arangi Nui Te Taonga, Junior Sportsman of the Year, finalists are Kalalo Fiori. At 20 years of age, the young boxer won a bronze medal in the lightweight category at this year's Victoria Commonwealth Games. He also holds the Oceania, New Zealand and Northland titles in the same category. Daniel Gereopa. At 16, he's already an experienced surfer. He represented New Zealand at the World Amateur Championships in Brazil and was a member of the national side against Argentina. He also took part in the Piha and Raglan Pro-Am Championships. Carlos Spencer. Carlos Spencer was a member of the New Zealand Māori rugby team that played in South Africa earlier this year. He also played in the New Zealand Under-21 and 19 teams. At 19, he's a regular starter for the Auckland senior team. Well, there we are, the three finalists, boxing, surfing, rugby. And now Waimarama's opening the envelope. The winner of the Ubix Business Machines, Māori Junior Sportsman of the Year, is Kalula Fiawi. Goes to Colonel Fowey, the young 20 year old boxer. So he's moving onto the stage now, shakes hands and a kiss from Waymarama, and the trophy being handed over to him. First of all, I'd like to thank my trainer, uh, Tony Newmata. He's put a lot of time and effort into uh, whatever what I have been doing. Um, I'd like to thank my, all my supporters. Um, my family and especially my mother and father for uh, taking, where, taking me wherever I needed to go um, and also I'd like to thank the Māori Development Corporation for this award. Thank you very much. archival segment there from 1994 presented by veteran broadcaster the late Hinare Te Ua featuring Sir Paul Reeves, Timuera Morrison, Dean Bell, Cheryl Tekani, Monique Hippolyte, Waimarama Taumonu, Kalolo Fioi and Waiata from Te Ropu Kapahaka o Te Wakahuia. We enjoy getting your feedback too whanau ma. you can email us tiahika at radionz.co.nz or you can find us on Facebook simply search tiahika. Haneira a Waitiahuaho Emery with this week's Fakatoki. Kia rere te reo, kia tika te reo, kia Māori te reo. May the Māori language flow, may we speak the Māori language, but it must be correct 
and it must be Māori. To me, it means that we need to be speaking the real Māori, but when we speak it, we need to be we need to ensure that what we are speaking is correct. Because if we don't speak it correctly, then when we pass it on to our children and to our mukapuna, they'll be speaking a different language, which is often happening today. Next week, I talk to Dr. Ngarino Alice about her thesis, which will be published into a book. A Whakapapa of Tradition, Iwirako Carving, 1830-1930. And Mariah Rakraku visits Oturu School in Kaitaia. He mihi tēnei kia koutu katoa e aritaringa mai ana ki tēnei hōtaka. Atu i tērā ki ngā kairā wikiwiki mihini, ngā mihi. Hoki mai hei tērā rātapu, Māori ora.